And as soon as they sit down, one of the kids steps into a cow patty and breaks <laughs> it stinks. <laughs> Not so. right. I have two thoughts. <laughs> you have two thoughts or you have two stories? Two, two stories that pop out the most. Okay, I want to hear them. Okay. Um, and the first is, it's going to be great. It's kind of in that, that vein, but it was the, um, oh God, it was the um, best night of my life. It's like the biggest night of my career, like the night that changed my career more than anything else. Sure. The first night when I worked for the Rolling Stones and I'm 25 years old. I get this, I'm doing this gig um, after, or after the show, I'm invited to go back to the hotel. I hang out with Ron Wood of the Stones all night. It was Johnny Depp and Ron Wood. And it was just like, I feel like it's a name drop for saying, but it's like um, Eddie Vedder from Pearl Jam. It's like this incredible small group of people in a hotel in me. I'm the only person looking around that you would, anybody would look that, yeah. Like everyone knows, every, you know everybody in the room except for who I was. But you looked and fit in so well that they're probably like, oh, this must be the new. It was just a few people, so it didn't matter. They all knew I was the magician, and I knew I'm the dancing monkey that was there to perform. <laughs> they saw me earlier. He saw me earlier perform and invited me to, the, to his private party in the hotel suite at the Ritz-Carlton. So I go there, I'm hanging out all night. At the end of the night, he says to me, um, he makes a comment about, he goes, you know, um, I, I'm an artist. I go, oh, yeah, I know. We started talking about his arts. And he's like, not only is he the guitarist of the biggest rock and roll band in the world, but he's also loves his doing his art. So he has me sit down. And he does a painting of me that he gave to me that you see. And I'm like, this is the biggest night of my life. Like, I just feel like I'm such a rock star. Well, the next day I have a gig. And this is the thing. It's like, you know, I, I thought it was going to be great. It's more the story here. It's like, I thought it was great for about a couple hours. <laughs> There's a famous author who lives in, in, here in Marin, and she had this idea for her kid's birthday party. And this is, I'm 25 years old, I'm still doing kids' birthdays. And, um, and the idea is you're gonna walk through the woods and you come to this big pasture and there's a magician there. And, and this woman who's an author, she's like, she created this whole beautiful story in her mind of what is gonna happen for the, for the birthday party. So you've got, a group of 28 year old boys walking through the woods and they, they come to this little pasture and, and there I am in my tuxedo. So first off, when, when she talked to me about the idea, I thought, well, this is interesting. This sounds like something fun and different. Okay. About is I have to carry all my cases through the woods <laughs> early to come upon a pasture that she made a map for me. So I'm like in a tuxedo <laughs> carrying all my equipment. And I get to this little pasture and I'm like, I don't know if I'm in the right place or not, but I think so. And I set up my stuff and I'm like, standing around. Well, they're about 25, 30 minutes late. So I'm standing in a pasture waiting. And I'm like, last night I was with the Rolling Stones. And now I'm standing in a pasture waiting <laughs> the next morning. I'm like, I didn't even get 24 hours of feeling like I'm cool. And, it, and so like, that showbiz for you. What that showbiz for you so much? It was like ultimate showbiz. So the next, so they finally come up and they go to sit down and watch to watch the show. And I kind of get them all around. And as soon as they sit down, one of the kids steps into a cow patty and breaks. 
It stinks. <laughs> so people are like, I mean, all the kids, they're like, ew. <laughs> and they're making fun of the kid. Now, this kid is now crying. And I'm like, I've got a crying kid. Other kids making fun of him. And it's like in the middle of the freaking woods. And all I'm thinking is, last night it was with the Rolling Stones. <laughs> Eddie Vedder thought it was the coolest thing and Ron Wood. And Johnny Depp kept saying, dude, this is so great. You're going to be a star. So, and I'm like, no. I'm with 12 hours later. My face hurts. <laughs> I got a call from an event production company, and it was a pharmaceutical company. They're going to have a, um, a Wonderland theme party in January because most of the, you know, is at the time where no one's having Christmas parties anymore. It's like right when that was kind of right. people used to have Christmas parties, now they're all Winter Wonderland parties. Right. And it was going to be at um, the San Francisco Gift Center, and it's six story high, kind of atrium building. And so everyone's at the bottom, having gonna have dinner, a really nice stage, but this goes up six six stories high, and um, and so I talked to them about, and I sold them on the idea of it's gonna do. Um, Kevin James had the snowing just he just started selling, and I had bought it, and it's going going to make it, or actually I hadn't bought it, I bought it for this thing. It's he'd put it out, I thought ah oh, this will be great. I talked talked them into we're gonna make the world's largest um snow globe and i saw the idea of like take a snow globe you shake it up and how it snows well we're gonna make it snow inside and i'm gonna tell the story and as i do the story all of a sudden the whole place is filled with snow and it, how beautiful it is and great so i buy the illusion i go in and i ended up renting a ton of snow machines on the top floor all set up six stories high and we, during the day we tested it it was beautiful and all this Thing, the snow comes down. So that night we go to do the, to do it. And I'm on stage and I'm telling the story and, and doing, cutting up a little piece of paper right. uh, and, and talking about making uh, snowflakes out of our, uh, what do you call them? Paper, yeah, the, the, yeah. For snowflake. Yeah, paper, and um, making a paper snowflake and I do it. And then I go and the, right at the moment where it's supposed to start snowing and I'm telling the story, I've got Glenn upstairs who, and Glenn is supposed to hit one button and it turns on all the snow machines. Security guard who comes, comes up there and he goes, says to him, what are you doing up here? No one's supposed to be up here. You can't be up here. And he's like, he's like listening because I'm telling the story. He's about to hit the go button. And the guy walks over and yanks the, he's like, because Glenn's like, give me one second. Give me one second. Just one second. We're doing a show. And, and the guy yanks the one cord out of the wall that's, connects everything together. So I'm telling the story. And Glenn hits the button and there's just like a little thing of snow. Like, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm there and I'm kind of like, what the hell's going on? And I keep trying to talk, hoping that the snow's gonna happen. Doesn't happen. <laughs> and I had spent so much time in, remember when uh, I had hired you to do that show where we're all dressed to be silver? Years ago, <laughs> I forgot. Yes, yes. Okay, okay, okay. No, this is. I'm gonna tell it from my perspective. 
<laughs> I'm gonna tell you this from my perspective. Okay, from your perspective. My perspective is, again, I'm like 19, 20, and first of all, I'm gonna tell you right now, thank you, because I was young, trying to work, and you were giving me gigs. You were actually, you know, helping me, and I appreciate that, but let me just tell you something. You were doing real gigs, and I was ready to not do the shows in the pastures with the cow patty, okay? I was ready to move up. So you call me and you say, hey, I have this gig, do you wanna do it? It's me and Glenn, and, um, and you'll be there, and it's gonna be this, you know, like 15 minute show, we'll do close up, some strolling magic at the beginning, and then we're gonna do the stage show, it's only like 15 minutes, it's very- What's it on stage? It was supposed to be just kind of gather attention around from the people <laughs> the stage. I actually don't, I think it was just walk around what we're supposed to do, but I thought, oh, the idea of gathering a crowd and doing something bigger was a good idea. <laughs> I thought it was. <laughs> Listen, it was going to be amazing. You said, all right, the only thing is we're going to dress in these like silver suits. And I was like, okay, cool. Silver suits. Yep, and I'll just be completely silver. No, you didn't say that. You said silver suit. That's it. And I'm thinking like a tuxedo suit that's like silver. Like it's like a jacket and pants. That's what I thought. So... Then, like the day before, you're like, hey, let's try on your silver suit, make sure it fits. And I'm like, oh, okay, fine. So we get to this thing and they give me this one piece spandex suit that zips up the back, full body onesie. And I'm like, what? What is that? And you're like, it's a silver suit. I go, I thought it was a suit. <laughs> So then I, I was like, whatever. So I put it on and I'm like, we're supposed to wear this? And you're like, well, I guess we'll put like a black. So we put a black blazer over it. Okay. So we had the silver onesie, black blazer, and black shoes. Fine. So the day of the gig gets there. We get to the gig and we arrive. I get there. We're in this ballroom, you know, setting up, ready for this thing. And then someone comes over to me. He's like, oh, you're the magician. I'm like, yeah. They go, uh, do you want to put your skull cap on now or later? And I said, uh, my skull cap? Uh, later? Is that later? And, <laughs> and so, so then what ends up happening is they fit me for a skull cap. And they put the skull cap on me. And then the guy goes, all right, we'll just put your paint on now. I'm like, my paint? Okay. And he starts painting my entire head, skull cap, and my face with silver paint. And I just remember going, like squishing in my ear as he's smearing this thing. And I'm like, what? How did this happen? I never thought I'd be here. <laughs> See? Look how far you've gone because of that. It's those crap gigs that make you appreciate the good gigs. <laughs> Instead of laughing. Hey, but wait, the best part is what you had to do because, oh, the, the kicker is we're not supposed to talk. <laughs> yeah. We're not supposed to talk as we're doing strolling magic for these people. So you start. <laughs> <laughs> Tell them what you did. No. You're hurting me. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> all of a sudden, we're supposed to start the show and get their attention. Well, we're not supposed to talk anything. And you realize you have to say something. <laughs> so you begin speaking in this really high like <laughs> voice. And you're like, hello. <laughs> I made a character choice on the, on the moment. <laughs> and I committed. <laughs> okay. Everyone look over to the <laughs> Oh my gosh. And anyways, the gig happens and uh we have the photos. So No, we don't have photos, I don't think. Do we we might have photos. I have photos of us in silver. <laughs> you do? Yes. Are you kidding me? All right, listen. I think that was the last gig where I was just like, I am not doing these dress-up costume gigs. They called me and they're like, yeah, the, and they're like, oh, this is what it is. It's a whole silver theme. We're gonna, we want everyone to be just completely silver. And it, I'm like, okay, it's a gig. <laughs> you know, sure. You charge enough money. They, they say yes. Great. I don't care. Oh my. God. My, I have a cramp. <laughs> I do. I do. I have a cramp right now. <laughs> that was the worst one. That was, I, I remember, like, I remember, like, we walked out, like, we we're trying to kind of walk out with these purple things and kind of like, all right, how do we walk? And almost, and I'm thinking, okay, how would, how would the Blue Man Group do this? And, but without trying to steal the Blue Man Group's thing, like, how would, and then as soon as I got out there, I'm like, I've got to say something to gather the crowd. And then I'll, and I'm just like, all right. I mean, but I'm like, you can't talk like a normal person. You're all silver. It's like this weird character thing. <laughs> it seemed like a perfect choice until it came out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> it like you, didn't, <laughs> you didn't have time to practice the sound. So you went with the first thing that came to your mind, and then you realized, well, I got to keep this now. Completely what happened. Just like, we didn't think it through before that. <laughs> Do you think that would have been my choice? <laughs> oh my, I have a cramp. I really do. We're going to have to cut this short. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, all right, we are. We're going to end it there. We're going to do a part two, though. We'll have to have you back on. All right, man. All right. Hey, good chat with you. All right. Talk. All right. See you later. I'm going to send you those photos. I don't think I want to see them. <laughs>